Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Oh, frustrated, Fee. I didn't mean to get frustrated, but anyways. Oh God, it's listen. fine. I bought, I bought up. <laughs> Thanks for that. Like 15 minutes ago, you asked me how I got my hole. And here I am, ranting away. Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Hello, Laura Rooney. Hello, my wee friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. How are you? A little bit snotty, but we move on. I feel like all I bloody do is complain about mucus and being bunged up, and I bore myself, so I'm sure I bore you too. I'm actually really, really good, my darling. Really good. Um, so I wanted to, I didn't actually say a fact when I should have done, but I am going to say, have you heard about this thing? It's, it's going viral on TikTok and me and Sophie are obsessed with it. It's called slugging. Have you heard of slugging? Apps. I am a TikTok aficionado. You know this. I'm, like- I know, I know. That's why I was like, I'm sure Laura's heard about it, but I really want to talk about it. Okay. So I am a massive fan of TikTok just putting it out there so whenever tiktok kind of boomed we all jumped on remember you and i recorded our first first tiktok yeah, together i remember i love that so tiktok exploded um at the start of the pandemic and i kind of like sat around doing everybody else i was like a voyeur drinking a lot of gin and like doing abba tribute acts with my mom but as time has gone on i actually find that it is such an incredibly powerful and impactful um social media platform just putting it out there if you want to grow your business or learn loads of useless shit then get on tiktok so Can you start doing our tiktok then i'll give you the login you've got the login did i not do one before do you know what you've I done have... one you've done I one know. and i've done do you know one what? that's it i am no, i'm gonna i'm going to um i'm going oh, to sorry. reignite uh, love sorry, bites no, that's my... i think I, yeah i there's i've done you've done two and i've done two and that's all we've done <laughs> No, you know what? We, I'm going to make a plan. I'm always quite nervous about it because TikToks what? go incredibly viral, and we're always talk on there talking about like 
Well, <laughs> fuck it. That's the point of it. I'll reignite that. So, slugging, as I understand, is all about applying Vaseline to the face. Is that mm. what you're talking about? Or is yeah, slugging so, some sort of sexual no, no, thing? No, no, it is. No, no, no. It's not a sexual thing. Apologies to all of you who thought it was. No, so basically, it's... um. It's, it's, you can do it at night. And um, to be honest, I've not been doing it with Vaseline because I'm too scared about it blocking my pores. So I think you can do it with moisturizer, which is what we've been doing. Is you do your, you cleanse your face, toner, all of it. And when it gets to the like moisturizer point, you literally like coat your face. Like you put like a fistful of moisturizer on your face. You can do it obviously with Vaseline. Vaseline is its original, uh, component but i've been too scared to do it because i just don't want it to block my pores you shouldn't you shouldn't you should you should not be scared of vaseline i follow all these like dermatologists on there and they're like we don't know why vaseline has been so vilified so the ingredient is petrolatum yeah and it kind of sounds scary but it's not it's the most organic natural um kind of moisturizer and yeah slugging is the way forward literally going to bed at night with a handful of vaseline putting it all over your face and it is so bloody hydrating when did we turn into a skincare podcast by the way i don't know i don't know but i just really wanted to discuss it because usually laura and i record it record this podcast a little bit earlier and we i was waiting for laura's uh, wi-fi to reboot so i went and did my skincare routine and i basically slugged my face with moisturizer okay let me go get some vaseline and then i'll report back but honestly like my skin like every time i do it i am like glowing and also just actually just whilst we're on this skincare point i just wanted to um say quickly i had posted quite a few stories um on our instagram about Mm. my hormonal acne i've really suffered for about two years with really incredibly bad hormonal acne for someone that has never had a spot in their life to then well i mean of the the odd spot on a period but then to having terrible acne because of the coil the coil got taken out became worse so i have now pretty much cured my hormonal acne and it's been a combination of laser facials from skin laundry i cannot recommend it enough it's all over the uk skin laundry and there's two branches in dubai as you know i think there's one branch in dubai at the moment um, in the marina so essentially a laser facial that goes under the skin to kill the like bacteria and then they do what i've been doing now which is called a fractional facial which basically gets rid of the um scarring and honestly that the difference it has made to my skin has been absolutely wild like they have changed my life and i sent them a message being like you've changed my life you got you get a membership basically and you pay like i think it's like i pay 950 dirham which is what like 80 pounds let's say 950 Uh, no that's like 200 pounds oh sorry like a hundred nine fifty yeah hundred yeah essentially it's 200 pounds a month um 950 dirham and you get three facials and you also get like I think it's like 30 30 or 60% off products, something like that. And um, it is unbelievable. So I really urge anyone, please, if you're really struggling, because I literally struggled so much with things like, A, I tried everything. I tried every, I went to a dermatologist, I did everything. I paid so much money for skincare products, and this has been the one that has helped. So I'm super pleased about that. So thank you so much. Do you know what? Like, whilst we're on the TikTok conversation, Again, 
as we kind of were in the second lockdown that lasted 95 years, my skin was the worst it had ever been in my life. I literally woke up every day and cried. I'm not being dramatic. My skin was so bad. Every inch and centimetre of my skin was enveloped in a red crust with tiny little white heads on the skin and I would wake up every day and I would squeeze about yeah I'm not joking 50 spots on my face little pinheads I was so depressed I was on TikTok scrolling about all these different skincare products I was trying everything and anything and then I just got to the point and I was like fuck this I need to go and speak to a proper dermatologist so I like made an appointment to spend like 300 pounds on a consultation and in the interim a clinic uh in northern ireland heard about my story i mean that sounds really dramatic like i was some mm. sort of like daily meal story but they've been following my stories being like what the fuck is wrong following with your skin? journey following my journey to sound like a right instagram wanker but i was so depressed and my skin looked really really painful and raw so they called me in and it transpires I had completely depleted my skin barrier. So we are just like sabotage. We just sabotage our skin with all these products that we see online. And quite often what we really need to do is replenish our skin and give it a break. So I essentially had no skin barrier. So these AHAs, BHAs, retinols, you friggin' name it, I was putting onto my skin and it caused such irritation that my skin looked like I literally had third degree burns. So what I did was I restored my skin barrier and within about three days, my skin started to visibly change before my eyes and I maintain that Epionce, it's a skincare range, it changed my face and you know what I've never had a flare up since just goes to show you don't have to assault your skin with all the products of the day Mm. like Fiona invest in a good facial like laser facials are the way forward they're brilliant they're a little bit more expensive admittedly but they really do pay off dividends and invest in a skincare back brand that nourishes your skin as opposed to assaults it Anyways, skincare chat moving on. Although I did we thoroughly sh- enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, I will link uh, Skin Laundry. I'll also link what uh, the brand. What did you say the brand was called, Dora? Epionce, yeah. Epionce. I'm also, just before we round off this skincare chat, I am a huge believer in clean beauty. And I think I've discussed on this before. There's an app called Think Dirty where you basically type in the product and it will basically show you the ingredients and what are toxic. And it is so interesting. So like... N- not to not to brand bash, which is basically what I did with Femfresh last week with uh, Iman, but you can put in like Nivea Dove products, like deodorants. Oh my God, the things that are in there is actually disgusting. Anyway, moving on from our 10 minute skin chat. Apologies, everyone, but uh, we're now a skincare podcast. <laughs> But you know, listen, here's here's the thing, like, let's be honest. I know we're on here to talk about all the things, dating, love, double, 
dropping on tampons etc but the majority of people that listen to this are women and women of a certain age love to talk about skincare and you know like whatever I'm here for it listen we love to hear from you if you want us to keep talking about skincare we will do so drop us a dm on our podcast on our fucking instagram I mean which is love bites podcast underscore amazing well how have you been my little friend do you know what? I've been really good. I've been really good. I am... Um, Have you been getting I your think... full? Oh, you just asked me that out of nowhere. If you maybe could have prepared me. Sorry, I just... Because I was thinking about it before we came on and I was thinking to myself, I really hope that Laura's getting a hole. Do you know what? Not as much as I would like. That's so. Okay. Not as much as I would like. And I think that is in large part due to my boyfriend's shift work. Yeah, you and do say that. We we haven't seen each other in... We haven't gone to bed together and we haven't woken up together in two weeks. And I've definitely been having a, you know... Th- this week has been a little bit difficult because I'm thinking these things of, you know, what happens if we have a child for example a baby and you know for 12 nights in a row you're off doing a night shift like what am I meant to do with that um and it's been kind of frustrating me and it's been scaring me a little bit and I feel very disconnected not on an emotional level because there's a lot of love there and there's a lot of kissing and cuddling and chilling on the sofa and being very loving and affectionate with each other but ultimately I need quality time spent with each other in order to have sex he'll say come on we've got five minutes put down those emails and let's go and have a wee like shag upstairs or whatever Fiona that just doesn't do it for me firstly I can't turn off from emails and work the same way well, the thing is, I work from home, so I'm always on work mode. And that's a big downfall. I think a lot of us have experienced that working from home inability to really switch off. You feel like you never essentially leave the office. Um, yet when he's home, like work is, work is in the office um, so he can completely switch off. So it has been a little bit frustrating, to be honest. Um we had a date day yesterday when I say a date day it was a few hours we went for lunch but he was quite tired because he had just come off a night shift and I think I was preoccupied with some work stuff so it hasn't really been the sexiest time and I met with Lisa yesterday yeah relationship coaching and she was like go on girl go get your hole have your like date day and just take one for the team and I kind of like I just felt a bit deflated to be completely honest I really really feel a bit sexually deflated but I don't it's not a reflection on him Fiona it's a reflection on this groundhog day that I feel and I think that this and I'm so fucking bored of talking about it I really am I'm so bored and I'm sure I'm seriously 
boring everybody. But have you <sighs> have you thought about like also like maybe taking taking the pressure off a little bit and and not worrying about? I know it's so hard to say not worrying about it. And first of all, I was going to say, why don't you get yourself a co-working space? I'm sure there's some near you that you can go no, to just to differentiate and I, I, yourself. I did. I did start to do that and then I got two is... parking tickets in one week and I just thought, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not going but, back. You know, because I think that also you do, I, I was like this when I was in a, a bit of a, I don't want to call your relationship sexist because it's, it's not. It's, um, but when I stopped having as much sex as I'd like with my ex-boyfriend, ex, boyfriend um i then would put so much pressure on trying to have sex and like if we did have sex it would i don't know like i think maybe when you stop trying to have sex when you do have sex you can enjoy it so much more and it's i think maybe be kinder about the amount because i think that it's okay not to have sex as much as we think like it is healthy to have like so it's a couple of times a week, great, but not everyone is able to do that. And I think that you have to be a bit kinder about it and be like, it isn't feasible to do that. And maybe when the times that you do have sex, you'll enjoy it so much more rather than putting so much pressure, being like, oh my God, we're not having sex. Like, oh my God. Because um, I think and that's that... what I feel like. It's a, it is a, it is kind of a, it's all, it almost becomes like a chore or something yeah. to tick off a to-do list which is just not the way to engage in sex with your partner that, yeah. that, that's fucking madness but I feel like so many of us do it Fiona and yeah. we're kind of torn because we're like we know we should be having more sex but if we're really honest at times we're just not interested yeah. and then we feel like we're not that we're not the sexual beings that we should be and we remember our days of like basically dry riding the fucking road we were that horny you know the early yeah. days of just constantly at it but that doesn't last that's not sustainable it's not feasible for that to last for mm. years and years but then I hear that with some people it does and I'm like what the fuck am I doing wrong am I just but I don't think you should compare yourself I think your relationship is your own and, and don't compare because I used to do that and I also used to get this frustration thing where like if we didn't have sex one night I'd be like oh there goes another night that we're not having sex and it's like because it was so in my mind that we weren't having sex there's just then there's double pressure then to have sex whereas if you kind of take that pressure away and just be like our relationship is what it is we love each other so much it doesn't matter that we're not having sex every single day. It doesn't matter if we're not having sex for a couple of weeks because we still love each other. And when we do have sex, it is a really amazing experience and enjoy those moments. Obviously, like, if there was, if you felt that the, like, love part and the emotion part was lessening, then I, you've no, got yourself not, a problem. That's still there. And if, well, that's the thing. Like, if you feel, if, because I, I got upset with the lack of sex because I felt less desired. Whereas I feel like if it's one of those things, you're like, I still feel desired by my partner. I still desire my partner, but it's just not within our uh, calendar that we're able to have sex right now. I think then that's okay to like, stop worrying about trying to do it so much and letting it happen organically. Yeah. Um, because otherwise you see, you're going to get yourself here's the thing, Fiona. into a tiz. Yeah, I'm in a tiz. I, 
it's what I spoke about before and if I'm honest I ha- whilst we've had like amazing shags and please anybody listening to this this is not a reflection on my partner I need to make that abundantly clear it's a reflection on me the the kind of just not feeling the horn at all Mm. I look at my boyfriend and I feel nothing but love and I feel so safe and secure for me it's the feeling frustration because I really miss like the fanny flutters like I Mm. really miss that feeling and I really do hope that I really do hope that I can get it back and don't get me wrong when we have sex I enjoy it and you know I always say to him after, fuck, we need to make sure we're doing this more often because it really bonds us. It, yeah. it is the glue at the end of the day. But I have had feelings before, Fiona, that maybe I'm the issue because I kind of, my sex drive teeters off after a couple of years. And maybe I'm the common denominator that I allow this to happen or I'm not doing enough to ensure that the spark stays alive. Yeah, I think, um, have you, uh, Esther Perel talks about, Esther Perel, just for those who don't know, she's an amazing psychotherapist. She talks about um, things with her clients, which is about turning you, figuring out your turn-ons and turn-offs and a lot of the time it has absolutely nothing to do with sexual like anything sexual so like she talks about like I turn myself off when I'm not feeling good about my body I'm stressed at work I'm really tired I've just come off my period or I'm about to get on my period I've got really bad skin like so many things like and maybe it's a good where it's a place to start to write down those things where you there are things about what you do that turn yourself off and then you turn yourself on when I feel loved I feel safe I feel good about my body I feel um in a good headspace with work I'm I'm rested because like I definitely can tell that when I'm rested when I'm happy with work when I'm feeling good about my body where I've gone to the gym like a couple of times a week and I've been eating healthy I am in a better place mentally to be able to be sexual with someone if I don't have those components in place I'm feeling shit about my body I feel a bit puffy I'm really tired there's not I don't want to have sex with anyone so I think it's a really good place to start and see that actually it's not you that's the common denominator it's things that are happening that are the common denominator and then you can recognize it and be like okay well if these are the things this is how I can address it because you're not the problem Laura it's how you're it's how you're maybe feeling at the time yeah no a hundred percent and I just I feel like I'm so hard on myself, Fiona. You and are. He you're says it you're all terrible. The time. You're you're really hard on yourself. You really are. And I, whilst I exercise immense kindness with other people, I really berate myself. Mm. And you know, I think this is another example of that happening. Like you should be doing this. You should be like having the sex. You should be feeling the connection like Fiona I don't even feel horny at all like it's not like I am not putting out but I'm like upstairs flicking the bean all night like I'm not even doing that I've got no inclination to masturbate I've got no inclination to watch porn like 
I'm not looking at other people thinking, oh, you're fucking sexy. How about you come in and fling your beans at me? <laughs> Nothing. I've got you like a to... fucking redundant vagina. It's like my clitoris you... has fallen off. You need to just find the things that do turn you on and focus on that. Have a, have a bit of homework. Don't... Tonight, instead of thinking about work, think about yourself. Do a bit of homework. Think back to what, what turns you on. Like, how, when do you feel most sexy? And it's not about, like, putting on some gear from Anne Summers. It's like, when do you feel your most sexy? When do you, have you felt your most sexual? Think back to those times. Like, have a bath and think about it and be like, when, when do I feel my best? When do I feel like I am absolutely rocking it? And I think it has a lot to do with that, you are having a bit of FOMO, especially like we did that like event and we'll come on to that in a sec, but like, I think you're having a bit of FOMO. With, Do you like, know what? It's not, it, it is FOMO. And even the day of the event, I was like, Fiona, and I had to stop watching the stories because I was just oh, so... Really missed you, Laura. It was not the same. I really missed you girls. And I feel like I just so, I'm still missing my life in Dubai so much. And this is going to be such a struggle for me. That's why I'm a large part seeing this therapist. Like I really want, I want to love my life. Mm. I don't want to, to, I don't want to have a life in Northern Ireland that I feel like I have to escape from to savor happiness. I don't, my happiness, I don't want to, revolve around trips to Dubai, trips to Australia, trips Mm. to Cape Town, trips, trips, trips. Happiness, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. And I get that happiness comes from the inside and all that jazz. And I just need to work through that. And I think it has a, 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 I think it has a large part to play on my sex drive. Mm. And I feel that People may not understand this. They may listen to me and think, what the hell is she talking about? You're from Northern Ireland. Get over it. It's a great place. And it is. It's my home. But I spent my entire adult life living in the Middle East. And I sometimes feel that life in Northern Ireland isn't really my life. And I'm kind of here trying to fit in, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have that feeling of you're 36 and you don't know what you're doing. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I wonder why I've got no sex drive. Are you fucking kidding me, Laura? Come on. Oh, I'm frustrated, Faye. I didn't mean to get frustrated, but anyways. It's fine. I bought bought it up. (laughs) Thanks for that. Like 15 minutes ago, you asked me how I got my hole, and here I am ranting away. I am so sorry. That's the best bit about love bites, though. You don't know what's around the corner. Oh, God. We've got a letter, Fiona. We've got a letter, and it doesn't involve my problems. So, should we move on to that? Yeah. Would you like to read the letter? I shall note down the time. Also, just I would like to quickly say, if you hear type, I read a review saying that they uh, they kept hearing me type on the keyboard and they thought that it was because I was doing something else. I would just like to say that if you hear me typing on my keyboard, I'm actually going to do it on my phone. It's because I'm noting down the time of the letter or I'm telling Laura to turn her camera off because our Wi-Fi has gone weird. (laughs) I'm not doing other things, I assure you. Shout out to our amazing sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand. We absolutely love this brand and we are so excited to be working with them. I have a set 
a pair of leggings and a matching bra from the Untamed collection and I am obsessed with it. Firstly, they feel like butter. They are so silky smooth. I've been trying to get back into health and fitness recently and I have really struggled with leggings that when I'm doing my burpees and sit-ups, my belly just like flumps over the leggings as they kind of roll down. But these El Couture leggings keep everything sucked mm. into place and I am such a fan. Honestly, for me, I'm like anything that sucks me in and I've also heard that the Seamless Collection does the same, sucks you in and that's what you want as well. And also you really want leggings, especially with like these El Couture ones, that aren't gonna roll down when you're doing your workout because that's the worst. It's, the it's so worst. infuriating Ugh. because what I constantly do is fiddle with them and pull them back up and it just really puts me off the workout. So absolutely love them. Well, we have an amazing exclusive discount of 20% to use with our code LOVEBITES20 applicable on full price items only. This can be used online or in the store. They have two stores in Dubai, one on El Wassel Road and one on the beach JBR. They also offer four hour express delivery for purchases in Dubai, but they also ship worldwide for all our non-Dubai listeners. So thank you so much to our awesome sponsors, El Couture. Right, okay. Honestly, girls, I am so <coughs> over the dating apps. I'm both overwhelmed and underwhelmed all at the same time. There's just so little substance and I'm not feeling any of it. We talk shit for weeks, then nothing. Men seem so reluctant to meet up except for sex. I'm a bloody catch, yet feel totally rejected, but I also remind myself that they don't really know me. Any advice on how a 30-something girl should tackle the apps? Fiona, what do R you think? Right, well, I am back on the apps. Well, actually, I say apps. App, plural. <coughs> Which Singular, app is that? Sorry. I'm back on Hinge. And uh, okay. I actually posted on our Instagram, um, I made a joke saying, oh, like, the perfect Sunday to like re-download Hinge for the thousandth time. And I got so many girls messaging me being like, oh my God, don't do it, it's so shit, it's so shit. And I think that the thing is, there are, it, there are tactics to being on a dating app because like, I feel like a lot of the time, so she's saying that she's talking to these guys for weeks and weeks, yeah. that should not be happening. Yeah. You should not be talking to someone on a dating app for weeks and weeks. The tool and the like the reason the dating app exists to meet someone and then you meet them in real life, it's not a tool or mechanism to have a pen pal. So that's number one yeah. what I would say. And also I feel like a lot of the time because like I I am someone who is very good with a dating app because I put in place I don't want to call it a strategy because it's absolutely not a strategy. God, I fucking work in PR, don't I? God, this is a marketing strategy that I do with dating apps. But I definitely feel that there are ways to tackle dating apps, which is number one, um, I will spend like X amount of time liking people I'll sit there watching a film and I'll be swiping yes or no. And that is because apps like Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, they have an algorithm. Yeah. And if you don't do that for a consecutive amount of time, it will not show you the people that you like. If you sit there 
I know it's like an it's like an hour of your time and it's really fucking boring. But I've not swiped anyone for two days now because I did all my swiping at the beginning, and then it will show you people that you are more interested in because they've got your type. That is basically what Hinge specifically does. So that's like number one. And number two also is when I start speaking to a guy, I am, and if he's not asking for my Instagram, if he's not asking for my number, I just ask. I say, I either say, what's your Instagram? If I want to have a stalk of them, I have no shame in that. I think it's totally fine to look at someone's Instagram. Let's make that normal because also I've been catfish. Well, I've not been super catfish, but I have definitely known people to be catfish. Let's fucking find out who these people are that you're speaking to and also I get people's numbers like immediately if they don't want to give me their number then fine whatever but like I take it off I like to take it off um hinge or an app quickly because then you're away from everyone else that's on the app and also you're then speaking in like a common ground normal way you're not speaking on an app yeah. which makes the conversation more flowy. You're, it's like you're getting to know each other a bit more and then you're more inclined to meet up and go for a date. You should be getting someone's number and moving on to WhatsApp if you're liking the crack within the first, I don't know, I would say like, I'm going to say day, but I like to do it within the first like couple of hours. Yeah. These are my top, honestly, these are my top tips because I've been on Hinge for a day when did I get hinge? Sunday. Yeah, I got it yesterday. And I've got myself a date for this week. Amazing. So like, I'm telling you, get off the app as quickly as possible if you like that person. It's cool to ask for their Instagram. I don't believe in people being like, oh my God, if they ask for your Instagram, they're a freak. And it's like, no, we're all on fucking Instagram. Like, let's yeah. just like make that normal. If you don't yeah. want them to be on your Instagram after you want to start speaking to them or they go to you, just delete them off your Instagram it's fine um and also speak about the date and say you want to go on a date really quickly because then you're not talking for ages with nowhere to go there's an end point to your conversation which is hey let's go for a drink um this week next week whatever it is and even if it's like okay we, we can go for a drink in like three weeks you know it's coming up and then you can chill so Great those advice, are my <clears throat> top tips for getting a date on a dating app. Do you know what? Whenever I was briefly on the apps before I met my boyfriend, I wholeheartedly see where that girl is coming from. I yeah, love the scary. fact that she called herself a catch. Like, love good that. for you. Know, know your worth. You absolutely are a catch. And I felt like, you know, I am a catch. I was a catch back then. And I was bewildered by the fact that like I wasn't really getting any interest. Mm. And then the guys that that I, you know, the brief conversations I had were were so monosyllabic. I was getting like, what's up or hey was one of my favorites. And I was like, I bring so friggin' much to the table. And you're giving me like a one word gesture. Like, what the fuck is this? So I totally get where she's coming from. Um, funny enough, we, we obviously didn't discuss this letter beforehand. Pretty much the, the advice that I would give this girl mirrors what you have said. And the reason that I'm giving this advice is because um, 
only today I've been in with my neighbour who's also like one of my best friends and she is on the apps quite a bit she's very active on them and I love that she just keeps going she you know she's not put off full time or long term just because there's like a few ghosting episodes or whatever so she just gets right back on the horse and she has fun with it and she kind of keeps the, the momentum going but there's this guy that she's speaking to who is so not her usual type he's American he's just working in Northern Ireland and funnily enough they exchanged Instagram straight away like I think either mm. he asked for hers or she asked for his but it just meant that you could actually go and get a proper feel of the person exactly. by flicking through his posts and I think seeing his Instagram actually really secured it for her. It really sealed the deal because he's such an adventurous guy. He's hiking mountains. He's jumping out of planes. He is loves his mom. And that she's like, oh my God, I really like this guy. And she wouldn't have came to the same conclusion if she was restricted to his dating profile. I'm not sure if it was Hinge or Tinder. Um. And he's also like asking questions. Oh, I saw this picture and you and your dog. That's so cute, whatever. So yes, why not exchange Instagram profiles? Because I think it gives you a lot to talk about if you're not on social media. Okay, fair enough. But I think like 90% of people listening are on social media. Also, I think there's a big fear factor about catfishing. Mm. And I think it's a good opportunity to kind of vet the person as well. My other piece of advice is don't fuck around, like you said, Fiona, pen pals for weeks and weeks and weeks. And you kind of turn yourself off from meeting anybody else because you're kind of invested in this person, but actually you don't know them. And you just need to meet up, set a date within a couple of days and see if you like them in person. If you like them in person, then great. If you don't, cut them off and move on to somebody else. Exactly. Consistency is key. Keep going. Don't be downtrodden. And keep your worth front front and center because you being ghosted or unmatched or no replies is no reflection of you because it's a picture this guy doesn't know who you are this guy does not know what you stand for this guy does not know who you are on the inside so try not to take it personally whenever you yeah. don't get the the engagement that you want is kind of my point I felt like that when I was on um, Tinder and you know that guy asked me for a pic I sent him a picture of my banana bread and then a thesis <laughs> as to why it didn't rise and then he blocked me <laughs> and I was like you you blocked me oh my god and then of course I was like this guy doesn't know me from Adam like if I met him in real life he would probably be you know head over heels in love with me in no time but admittedly I didn't come across like a sexy bastard about telling him about my deflated banana bread on tinder and that's cool I mean sorry I just got distracted because Sophie um my friend uh just got accepted to Raya and I'm still on the wait list (laughs) Can you tell me about Raya? Can you please tell our listeners about I'm, Raya? I'm literally just replying being like, oh my God, fuck off. I've been waiting for like a year. Okay, tell us, tell us, I'm tell gonna us. I think I'm going to just like restart my application. Um, So Raya is basically an app. It's kind of like the Soho house of dating apps. Do you know what? I'm going to just redo my 
I'm, I think I need to redo it. Um, and uh, basically, it's a yeah, it's like an exclusive dating app. A lot of celebrities are on it. Well, not so much celebrities are on it, but like quite a lot of celebs are on it. Quite a lot of footballers are on it. And you only get accepted if you have a referral. Um, and I've had two referrals and I'm still not on Raya. <laughs> so, okay. And my friend have had to- one referral and she got in. And I'm like, maybe they just don't like brunettes because she's blonde. And then the two other girls that gave me referrals are blondes. So do you kind of have to be like a somebody? Well, I mean, like... Not necessarily, because, like, my friend works in marketing. Like, she doesn't also, she's not got, like, I think she's got a private Instagram account. Whereas, like, I'm obviously, like, my Instagram's open. Like, I've got this podcast and I've still not, (laughs) I've still not been accepted. I think I need to read. I think I need, I did it, like, a year ago. Um, I think I need to. Our friend was on it, right? Remember? Yeah. Did she, she, because she met her boyfriend and stuff there, like, some No, she didn't. She didn't meet him on Raya. Okay. Um, so maybe Fiona, you could keep us updated with that. Because maybe, like, for example, if I'm listening to this and I don't really know what Raya is, why would I want to join Raya? Is it a better it, caliber no, of No, no. Like, honestly, you're, like, me and her were talking about this with, and she was talking about it with this girl that gave her the referral. You don't go on Raya to find anyone. You just go on Raya for the stories. Because, like, literally, um, like, there's no one eligible on Raya. It's also just, like, full of absolute wank jobs because, like, everyone's like, thinks they're someone... So it's like, uh, it's a lot of that crowd. Like you're not going to find like a nice, normal person. Everyone's right. like, everyone because they're on rare is like, they think they're. So you're going on rare for the crack. Yeah, I'm just going on rare for the crack. I'm not, I, I want to go on rare just like, cause I want to go on rare. Like, although like I had, I when I was on holiday um with our friends and she has it, I was like flicking through. And to be fair, like she was like, it's not even that good. She, I don't think she even uses it. It's like not that good. And actually I have a friend who works in the film industry and she was on it. And she said she actually in the end deleted it because she preferred like Hinge and like Bumble and whatnot, because actually, um, she preferred the people on the others because she's like, she's not a, you know, she's not famous. She works in the film industry, but she's not famous. She also does not desire, she doesn't want to go out with someone famous, she's a normal girl. So if you're a normal girl and you want to also go out with normal people, it's not the best, but you go on it for the crack. That's literally why you're on Raya. So is this the platform fee where Ben Affleck got all the publicity because he was I saying to this girl, so. He was trying to date a girl and he was sending her videos saying like, you you know, get back to me and like, hey, it's Ben Affleck. Make sure you don't ignore me oh, and all this I shit. Don't, I don't know, but I think it's where Emma Stone met her fiance. Nice. So like, obviously for like celeb celebs, it's de- I, I think Jennifer Lawrence also met her husband on Raya. Right. Fiona, they had better fucking upset upset. I know, I'm God. like for fuck's accept sake. you. Yeah. Like you are I'm gonna Fiona redo, Wishart. I'm gonna redo my application because I'm like I also my I my this is how old the um the information is. It's like my when I forward comms was forward communications. 
Like, and that right. was like literally July 2020 is when I did my application and I'm still like, not in. Have you included there about love bites? Like that will get you in. I don't think so. I think because I did it so long ago and now I need to like, I just, I don't know how to delete my application. I would love to hear from our listeners. Who's hey, on Raya? I now can do ad referrals and now I can do her because she's another who who can get Fiona into Rhea? Let us yeah. know. Have you been on? What's your experience? Have you met anybody famous? Have you been chatting to anybody cool? Any crazy stories? I'd love to hear. Rhea's like, it's off limits for us, Fiona. We really don't have many friends that are on it. So I know. it would be great to hear from our well, listeners. Now my best friend is on it. And I just messaged her being like, I've just asked you to refer me. So that's like a third person. Also, there's an influencer that you'll know, I'll tell you off, that's also on here that I can see because I've obviously got her phone number. And I want to, um, I want to like click her as a, as a referral as well. But I don't want to message her and be like, um, hey, I haven't it? spoken to you, but can you refer me to Raya? But anyway, I've got a date. Just like go back, really. I've got a date on. Um, sorry, also to our listener. I hope that's enough tips for you. Like genuinely, like I like. There's. I also think um before we go into that this date I'm going on like don't be afraid as well and don't like like what Laura said like if someone isn't giving you the crack like just fucking move on like I do you know it's not also that yeah I've got a date but also like there are a few guys that started speaking to me that like it was literally the driest conversation ever and when I feel it's dry I just don't respond because you know don't try and make something happen where you are feeling it's dry move on because you'll spend so much time trying to make a conversation out of nothing when there are hundreds of other guys that will have and you can tell with a dating app when you have a click and you can connect with someone like it's just a thing where sometimes it takes like a bit of time but you can tell the ones that are going to be interesting and the ones that, that you're not and I can tell you for damn sure the ones that you're having a dry conversation with it's because neither of you actually really fancy each other and think about it realistically if you've had a dry conversation with someone did you really fancy them or did you just swipe because I always find that well my neighbor and um, the guy that she's kind of chatting with and I love the fact that straight away he's like when can we meet I yeah, love, love his proactiveness but he asked her like really random but funny and insightful questions like what is the most exciting thing you've ever done um I don't know some people might find those pretty cringe but I think they're great openers and Joanne was able to say jumped off the plane slept in the bush in Australia and all this sort of thing and that really opened up the conversation I feel like the standard hey how are you what do you do where do you live uh, they're not you can't, the most, yeah. like, there's only so much that you can do with them so perhaps think about like casting your net a little further with you know things to say but also you don't want to add to say like well, this so the, this guy that I'm going on a date with is actually from Belfast. Shut up. Yeah, he right, is Irish, and uh, I think that will excite the ninety percent of our listenership, which is Irish listeners. Um, right? Yeah, he's spelled the player. T. He's rugby player. Oh, I don't know what we're gonna call him. Booger. I, don't, I, I don't know what we're gonna call him. He's got really cute What's dimples, so I was thinking Dimples is quite a cute name for him. Or should we just call him Let's the rugby stick player? With dimples. Or should we call him the rugby player? Uh, That's boring, right? This is the what, Whatever you like, he's your boyfriend. 
my my uh my dimple boyfriend um so he's from belfast um how old yeah. is he um He is 31. Okay, so he's my age. He's massive. Um, Ooh, can you send me a picture, please? Yeah, hang on one second. Also, I think he's going to listen to this, so... That's okay. Hi. Um, I know him. He's kind of my boyfriend's age. I wonder if they play rugby together. Let's have a look. Oh, he is a fucking tank. So I'm describing this boy to oh you. Oh my god, no! <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. He's it, kind sorry. of like a silverish fox. He kind of looks a bit like your boyfriend, which really He really me fucking up. does. <laughs> he has got beautiful dimples, beautiful teeth, and oh my god, the fucking shoulders. He would rugby tackle you into the bedroom, try fucking score whatever rugby slogans there are he would fucking destroy you yeah i think he would anyway we've got we've had um we've had really good crack and um he's listened to some of our episodes which really made me laugh but um yeah so we're going out this week and i shall keep you informed I, do you know yeah. what the thing is though right like i wasn't um so obviously like i stopped talking about my dates because i was like worried that i was going on these dates for the wrong reasons but also i was a bit worried as well like I, when i was talking about these dates that these remember that guy that like got really angry about me talking yeah. about the date yeah. even though he said Dickhead. he was fine with it so i've kind yeah. of just like been a bit like holding back and it's not like i want to say like every detail i do want to have like a private life and i do want to like keep things to myself but i think it's good to like tell the you know be open about it because the whole point about love bites is that the whole reason is we wanted people to feel less alone and also i think it's like quite uplifting to hear about someone like me who is single and has had issues in the past that i'm able to go on a date and that means that you can as well like it's not um you know i'm just a normal girl so and it is it's exciting as well so yeah and he looks like a really he looks like a really lovely boy he has a very kind face and he looks lovely and he's from belfast like you're practically irish i know i'm practically irish hang on let me you have you're like you're like a an, an electrically kind of uh what fucking hell i can't speak what are you today trying to say? Be- you know when you've been i just sent you another photo truly fucking elected De- you've been democratically elected as an irish person by every irish love bites listener yeah i've been very indoctrinated into irish society with all yeah my and you slang. say crack more than i do by the way i say crack and i said to him that um i know that gee means vagina he is lovely. I am really, really liking him. He's just a big brute. No, he's he's a big brute of a man. Um, Fiona, I hope you have the best time. When are you when are you going on your date? Uh this week. So this week. I am looking forward to that. I well you have puff- to tell I him I was asking about him and I'm just having I a wee check of him on Instagram. Oh yes. Quite a few mutual friends there. Northern Ireland is such a small place. I guarantee that he went to oh, school with quite a quite a few of um 
the people there that I see we have in common. Anyways, my darling, you have a great time. You enjoy yourself. You live in the moment of your date and you have fun and do all the things that you want to do. Yeah, thank you. I just feel like I need to have a bit of a lighthearted situation. And yeah, I just, I have really missed, um, I haven't been on a date in a really long time. And also just before we end, I just, actually, this is quite a good uh, way to end. I ordered a book that I was listening to a podcast where Shaney Silver, um, who is an author and podcaster, um, her, uh, she is an author and podcaster, sorry, and she was a guest on Unfuck Your Brain, which is a really great okay. podcast um, to listen to. And she has written a book called A Single Revolution. And it's basically about how to feel good whilst you're single. She's a huge advocate for single life. And it's basically about um, approaching being single in a really positive sense. Like, let's not be exhausted by it let's not be frustrated by our single life let's like start embracing it for what it is and apparently it's in a really really good book to talk to one read if you're just out of a relationship but also one to read that if you've been single a while and you're maybe feeling that real frustration like you can't meet anyone but it's a really kind of great uplifting book um and it says uh this is the tagline don't look for a match light one love it isn't that great anyway so i'm gonna have a read of it and see uh see what it's about but it's it looks it's not a very long book it looks actually quite easy to read so i'm um, i'll link in the show notes the amazon link that i bought it off um and yeah there you go so well, lovely new to week. chat with you as always sweetheart and i'm sorry for the rant earlier but you know no, I like you asked this the question is, i did ask the question and i do worry about you because i just i want i don't want this is why i wanted to say about the pressure thing i don't want you to feel pressure that you should be bonking every single day and i actually think that you think it's you because you're so hard on yourself it's not you're not the common denominator it's how you're feeling is the common denominator so you need to work out what that is and also what turns you on and then go from there I feel like what would turn me on would be lying in the Maldives for 10 days with a gin and tonic in my hand like three stone lighter would be ideal (laughs) well there you go that's half the thing you just said it three stone lighter and you want to be somewhere sunny it's a real thing not being somewhere sunny so just have a think about that Anyway, I love you, sweetheart. Love you, and gee you later. Gee you later.